You've selected Country AF Radio on demand. Can take it with me anywhere. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks. Good afternoon, Mr. CJ Solar. How are you good? today? <laughs> Doing good, dude. How about you? Dude, you're, I'm great. I'm sitting in Las Vegas with the one and only CJ Solar. Your claim to fame. What is it? Oh, gosh. My claim to fame. Give me, give me two things that people would know CJ Solar for. Um, I... Uh, Wrote the song Up Down by uh, that Morgan Wallen uh, put out. And um, I have been known to be able to put my foot behind my head. Really? I don't want to see that right now. <laughs> I'll go ahead and I'll just go is ahead that and a trust good, Is that a good fact? Dude, I think that's a good fact. I don't know. Is that that's the like truth? My, I, I, haven't been, I haven't done it in a minute, but yeah, I used minute. to be able to do it. Not in jeans? Probably not in jeans. No. You'd fucking be going and buying some <laughs> new jeans over at Old Navy or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I only brought two pair of jeans this weekend. I'm going to need them both. <laughs> You brought two pairs of jeans for two shows. Yeah, dude, you like your jeans. I mean, I, well, I mean, really, I'm probably gonna wear the same jeans both nights, and then my travel jeans. There you go. <laughs> How many t-shirts you bring? Two. That's it. Well, I got two stage shirts, two t-shirts. There you go. No yeah. jacket. No, I got a jacket. Oh, you did bring. I, I wear. Yeah. It's actually it's pretty a, nice. I, 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 yeah, I just put everything in a backpack for like quick trips. I try to travel light. I was reading something online um, the other day that talked about that asked if they were the only ones that that um, packed two pairs of underwear for each day you're gonna be gone. Like you're gonna shit yourself. How <laughs> many times I like sat back and I'm like, God, do I do that? I don't. Like, I, I usually bring one more pair than what I well, think you're gonna need. Day, yeah, than what right. I think. I'm like, just the the one shit in myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I prepare for. Dude, we just caught you online um, yesterday recording some new music. Yeah, man. Let's uh, talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so uh went in the studio yesterday, an awesome band. I was playing electric guitar with Derek Wells. And then uh, we had Evan Hutchings on drums, David uh, Dorn on keys, Tony Lucido on bass, and uh, Brent Anderson was co-producing it with me on acoustic. So, man, it was a lot of fun. And uh, Nick, my drummer, was engineering, which is always cool to have him there. And, uh, man, I mean, I- I'm really excited for people to hear these tunes. They're, How many? Uh, uh, we did five. Um, we'll see how we're gonna try to release them, or I don't, I'm still not sure, but I'm sure we'll. I think the first single we'll have out in the next month or two. I think we're gonna try to get something out pretty quick. Sweet. Um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a cool batch. I think it's different than anything I've ever done before, but still in my same vein of stuff. You right. Kind of whatever southern rock esque feeling country music. But, you're staying true to your roots, is what you're saying. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. You're not that guy that's going to go out there and just do that one that one hit just to get your name known. <laughs> I, I say that I we we had a we had an artist that just came through here that that put out a single that did okay, and he played here. And then um, I want to say it was off the record. He kind of told me that he put out that one song just to get his his name out there, <laughs> but it really wasn't who he was. Oh, was that's like, so weird. Yeah, I don't understand. See, that. the thing is, is like you know you you should you know every song you're putting out could be a, a big hit. Right. Can you imagine if that song was a big hit for him, and then he hated it and had to sing it for the rest of his life? Right. You know? It's like the guys uh, with Warrant, that Cherry Pie song. <laughs> they hate that song. Like I think they broke up and don't even play because they can't stand that song. It's a big really? song. Yeah, I, I watched like the behind the music or something. And that's what they were saying. They really yeah, didn't... they were like, well, they didn't even want to do that. I don't even know if they wrote it, but the record label made them do it like last minute. Like the record was already done. They were like, oh, do this cherry pie song. So they did it, and then they were like, that's the first single, and they were like, everything was cherry pie. The song blew up. They were going to concerts, having cherry pie eating contests. Right. And uh, I remember that. And then days. they didn't even do another. I don't think their next single flopped, and that's 
all they were ever known for. And they it's were like, a, we didn't even like that song. The song wasn't us. They should like, say thank you, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, they might have never had any success at all had it, you know, not been for that. Song. So you never know. It's, it's uh, but you don't you don't want to put out something that you that you don't love. I got a good question for you. I think so. You write. And you mm-hmm. sing. What's what's more? What makes you more happy when a song you wrote goes number one? Because you've experienced that, or going out and singing your own music and and getting the response that you get. I mean, it's singing songs for for people that get into it. I, I'm sure before having a number one, I would have definitely said having a number one. But uh, after that, I mean, that's still one of the greatest feelings ever. But having a crowd just like 100% be into whatever you're doing, whether the songs are hits or not, you know, that that's one of the best feelings ever. And, I, you know, I've at the end of last year, I did some acoustic show, songwriter type shows where I just play like I did one in Wisconsin where I literally played like an hour and a half of only songs I wrote. And like people were just, I, I, I figured that they would have been bored to death, <laughs> right. you know, but I mean, everyone was like, oh, that was so, you know, so cool. And uh, because they didn't know that you wrote them and they heard heard them recorded already. I think that like the 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 listening room I was playing at advertised it as like you know got hit songwriter who wrote Up Down and other songs that have been on the radio and cuts and stuff like come check it out. But like I mean I you know I only have a you know a handful of songs that have been cut by major label artists. So there was a ton that were either from my own records or that weren't released or might be on this next project. So there was a ton of unreleased stuff and then songs from my own records and stuff. Um, and people had looked some of them up before and like were like requesting original songs of mine, which is always cool. That's pretty neat. And uh, man, it was just it was it was really sweet. So I was thinking, this that's like that's that's really the best feeling. Uh, I I would definitely take singing my own tunes um, and getting the response and getting that response. I mean, obviously when you're when you're singing to uh, a room that doesn't care or an empty room or whatever, you're kind of just like, eh, whatever, it's okay. But you you get reminded every now and then when you just got a really great crowd and you're like, man, this is so awesome. And because um, you know you're, the the songwriting thing is really cool, but you're kind of a, a, a you know a faceless, nameless hero. Sure, <laughs> you know you get the you get a little number one party, um, which is awesome. And I you know and I. I am still trying to have big artists record my songs. I mean, that is something I'll always want to do. But, because um, I really do, I like, really the best feeling from that, it's not really when the song goes to the top. To me, it's it's hearing that artist do it for the first time, maybe um, going and seeing them do it live, you know, having a relation, like, you know, th- those tunes bringing you closer to, to the artist, that is a really cool thing. Right. And hearing somebody else sing a song different than you, but like doing it really well. You know, I, most of the time, a lot of like uh, songwriters I talk to, they're like, man, you're, you know, you're so lucky that like when, when a, when an artist who's actually really talented cuts your songs and like you really, you enjoy it. Cause I've talked to so many guys that they're like, man, I hated my first cut. It was like a big downer, you know, it's like, right. So I've been really lucky that like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, um, Obviously, Morgan and like Jared Neiman's done a bunch of my tunes. Right, I love Jared and uh, Justin Moore, and um, I, I, I guess I can say, but they, they were like, "Keep it on the download." But uh, Jason Aldean just recorded one of my songs a few weeks ago, and I'm like, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm a freaking huge Jason Aldean fan. So I think the thing that confuses me the most about it is you you wrote up down the first time you ever met him was here at Stoney's when you played with yeah. you, when you played with him yeah. and it was like to me the thought process would be like you guys are all in this small community 
Mm-hmm. And you guys live in this small community. Nashville's very small. We've learned it really, really quick just how small yeah. it is. And it's really neat because you guys are all so intermingled. But the first time you ever meet him is out here. here. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't. I guess I had just never really been put in a position to meet Morgan, and I guess he he didn't really come up in the like the most traditional way in Nashville because a lot of the new artists. Like I know so many of the, the the new artists that are out right now because a lot of them start as you know young writers at young publishing companies and you get hooked up with a lot of those young guys like Travis Denning and just a ton, a ton of the artists that are and you know Jordan Davis a lot of those guys like when they first moved to town or were first starting to sign deal publishing deals to write songs yeah I was getting hooked up to write with those guys and um, you know got to become friends with a lot of them but uh, Morgan didn't really do that I think you know he he was on the voice for a little bit right and then um I, he saw he and then he got the record deal with big loud and they started working him but i he wasn't quite the same path as like the writer artist path even though he's sure. a great writer um it just wasn't the same i guess he always he came at it from an artist thing from the get-go instead right. of like Not writer artist and working your so, way so yeah. yeah um michael hardy who i uh one of the guys that i wrote uptown with um, has become like really tight with with Morgan, and he's doing his own artist thing now as Hardy. I don't know if you've I've heard seen, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah we plan. Um, yeah, so uh, he's he's awesome. But they kind of like before the song came out, met and then became buddies through that. So it was interesting uh, meeting Morgan here for the first time. But like, I thought it was kind of weird. I just, I mean, just the idea that I mean, here's a single that you wrote that was on its way up. I don't think it was number one yet then. But in the first time you met him, I mean, it was. Cool vibe, if you ask me. I mean, the whole thing yeah, was neat. That's... It was a really cool night, and 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 thank you guys for having me be a part of that. But uh, yeah, we had a blast, and that was cool to meet him. I, I hung out with him a few times since, and I mean, he's a cool dude, and I, I can't thank him enough for for cutting the tune. And was it? Do you think that song was meant f- to have two leads in it? The way it is, is that the way it was written? No, it definitely wasn't. What's funny is me and Michael have. Um, written a lot of tunes together just another day in the country being one right and when we first wrote just another day in the country we did almost that same thing where i sang the first verse and he sang the second verse and actually on my album version i got i had jared neiman sing the second verse in just another day in the country um oh. i don't know if you ever heard that i haven't heard that version. okay so no. all, like the single version is just me doing it the whole time right but the the ep version is jared neiman singing the second verse but it was initially michael so we had jokingly we had done that before the two of us we never did it with up down but um, it was funny that they, that, that it came out that, that way. Morgan and FGL did that, and which um, is funny because me and me and Michael were big FGL fans, and obviously he still is, and is um, writing a ton of songs for them now. But it's nuts. It, it they have a funny. new they have a new single out right now. Yeah, well, I can't remember the name. It begins of with it. an S. I don't know if it's. I'm um, pretty sure Michael wrote it too. But um, yeah, I just I just I just heard it the, the other day. Um, your your new stuff you that that you just recorded did you write all that? Yes, yeah, all yeah. by yourself. No, I, I I almost rarely write anything by myself anymore. Um, a couple that I wrote with just one buddy, and then a couple were three way co writes with, with right. two friends. But um, I'll start things by myself now, and I'll write like a verse chorus or something, and occasionally take it to you know somebody I think I'd you know it'd be good for or just go into rooms and see what happens um when you guys wrote up down did you guys write it th- I, I, i'm gonna ask this question i heard you play it at the wild horse and i was like 
I always ask this question when people sit in a room, how do they know who's going to cut it? Are you just writing it to write it? Were you writing it to put it in a book as far as your publishing stuff? Were you writing it to maybe cut it yourself? Were you like when you sit in a room with these three people and you write this the song, how do you know that you're going to get it and Michael's not going to get it? Or well, what, not honestly, it? at the time we wrote it, Michael wasn't being an artist at that time. And um, a few months after that, well, so we, we wrote a verse chorus and we didn't finish it on Up Down. And then like almost a year later, Brad, who's the third co-writer on that song, was like, hey guys, this song's really cool. We should get together and finish it. And everybody kind of pretty much finished the second verse via text message. Right. And um, so we kind of just finished the second verse talking to each other. And um, that was around the time that Michael was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to cut some music. Um, I think Up Down is going to be one of the tunes that I want to do. And I was like, great, you do it. And because we were, we, we, because he's so busy, we don't write it as much anymore, but we were writing like once a week at that point. So we had just like stacks of songs. I mean, right. I, I wrote American Girls with Michael, um, Tall Boy. I mean, I, I've written a, a bunch of my tunes with Michael, but, um, but he was like, man, I really like Up Down. I'm going to do that one. I was like, you go ahead, dude. And what I, the reason it got cut was because he played, um, the next spring, he played the Key West Songwriters Festival. And it was right as he was trying to start getting his artist thing. He had just kind of cut two or three songs, which I think we had, at that point, we had written like everything he had cut together. But um, well, Up Down was one of the songs, and he played it at um, the Key West Songwriters Festival. And Brad was out there playing it too. And Seth England, who uh, manages FGL and works with all the with Morgan and all those guys, heard i think both of them play it at that at right the songwriter festival i was like hey man can you send me that demo and they sent it to him and Boom. you know and then like a few months later they were like or like a month so later they were like hey morgan's cut it and i was like sweet like i love morgan's because you know he had had that ep the way i talk out right he's got that um, drawl and i was like man that guy's awesome so i was super pumped and then like another month or two later they were like hey fgl's gonna sing on the second verse and i was like Dang, that's freaking crazy. That's kind of a good sign. It's huge. Yeah, I was like, that's freaking huge. And then like another month later, like, hey, it's gonna be the single. And we were like, oh my god, that's crazy, awesome. And uh, they were like, but uh, it doesn't come out till no- November. So I was like, uh, okay. So that was a little over a year ago from now. So it came out November eighteen <laughs> of two thousand seventeen. Seventeen. That's right. And then uh, it didn't. G- it went number one in like June or. I think it was about June or July of 2018. Right. So it's crazy how how slow these sayings, you know, really we get it. Happen. <laughs> Dude, we get it. I mean, we we've had uh the Russell Dickersons of the world here. He's played here 3 years now and he's been playing yours and he <laughs> sold this place out before it went to radio. Yeah. So we knew that I mean, he's got three singles out right now that Blue Tacoma and every little thing and it's kind of funny that you sit back and reason why we do country AF radio is just for this purpose because if you put out music right now and we think it's worthy and the rest of the people think it's worthy because you look at spotify and you can you can tell whether or not a song's any good yeah because I mean, yeah people are searching for it i mean if they like the music and it then it does well i mean i was just watching this thing on um on um shit now i can't remember his name the new white rapper dude with tattoos all over his face post malone post malone yeah i just watched something about him and he was sitting in his room broke didn't have any money and he had this single and he put it on um um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Woke up the next morning, had like 30,000 streams. I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? But at the end of the day, it's just kind of like people search for it. They find it. It does well. well. I, I guess, I mean, I guess when you have something like that for a dude that had really no, nothing going on, it really takes something being so good that inspires 
the listener to share it. To share it, right. I Organic. Mean, that, and, that, and that's the best way you can hope to have something. And you can't really... You can't really fake that. No. Nope. You know? you, you... What did you end up getting in 2018 from streams on Spotify? What was your number? Do you remember? I don't remember. I think I got about a million or two. Isn't that crazy to think, though? I mean, you just look at That's... stuff like that. and I mean, Yeah, I mean, those numbers aren't crazy. But um, between Airplane and American Girls, they're both a little over half a million. Right. And then I had um, Hell No got, stre- got streamed a pretty pretty good bit too so probably about two million on spotify yeah but you think about that in a, in a sense that's two million that where else would they have found it that's the attitude I oh have yeah for it. sure i mean it's it's unbelievable i mean it's a, spotify is one of the best ways to kind of find stuff that you maybe want to know about other sure. than country af radio <laughs> <laughs> do you have a relationship with john marks yeah, I do. Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, we've uh, we've hung. You know what's really crazy is um, a couple years ago, especially when I was first coming out, he came to a ton of my shows, and like some of them were like, one of them was a CMA Fest show, and it was like, a hundred, it was over a hundred degrees out, and it was literally like my mom, my girlfriend, two people I work with, and John Marks, and I was like. Man, this guy is dedicated. Like sure. it is so hot. Nobody wants to be out here. And like my feet were mel- my feet were were burning through the stage. It was so hot at that show. Like I could be- like my like literally I had to like walk over to the shade between singing lines because my feet were melting. I knew they were melting. And uh, so he's he's just a huge music fan right. and um, has been really supportive ever since I put my ever since I put Tallboy out, which is the first song I ever put out. I mean he he had it in new boots from from day one. It's awesome. So yeah, I can't thank him enough for. Uh, I got to meet him in uh, in in um, Nashville, and it was pretty cool. My yeah. my experience with him was. I went back to go see Russell's CD release party and his nice. platinum album, whatever, gold or whatever, his single went, yours mm-hmm. went, and they were doing the CD release party. And not, they kept telling me when they were here that I wouldn't go, wouldn't go. You won't, you won't, you won't. So <laughs> I happened to be going out there anyway, but I flew out early. And uh, I was upstairs. The FDL dude was there. Thomas Rhett was there. Oh, nice. And there was like maybe 20 people up there. And I'm just kind of up there with Heather. And I had taken Russell's dad to dinner with us. At one of the shows that they came out, his parents came out. Well, he's introducing to me to Russell's aunts and uncles, and I'm just like, this guy comes by with this long beard, and he's introducing himself to people. Just super, super neat dude. Yeah. Like, and uh, he introduced himself. He's like, hey, I'm John Marks. I'm like, dude, I know who you are. And I say, hey, I'm to- I'm Toad from Stonies. And he looked at me. He goes, I know who you are. And I was like, <laughs> and he asked me about Russell. And I was like, this is fucking crazy That's, because that is crazy to me. I know that he was an advocate for Russell for so long. Yeah. And what he does with these artists is amazing. And I mean, our goal with, with what we're doing right here is that people get to know you a little bit better via, via your fan base, or I showed you that we're, it's yeah. just growing. So the idea is like, I put up 50 of these artists, give you the link, you share it with your fan base. Well, someone's going to come see you. Then they're going to go, Oh dude, here's another one with so-and-so another one, with so-and-so mm. and vice versa. I hope that happens totally. across the board. Yeah, for sure. And that's the idea to help grow. Cause everything on there has a link to your website, link to your Spotify, that's link to your awesome. Instagram. I mean, it's the point of it is I want people to get to know you because um you're here you're a country af radio you're at stoney's i mean there's a reason yeah, you've been this is probably what your fifth or sixth show here if we do the math yeah, right for sure 100 percent. because last year we had like f- we played here it's probably more than that then. we i think we played just last well i think was that la- just last year on saint patty's day that was our first time and then we played there here four times in the december before that it had yes it had to be before this mark i mean it was last uh the end it of 2017. 2017 yeah so we played 
We actually, so we didn't actually play here in 2018. We just played here a lot in 2017. Really? Because I think it was NFR. It was NFR. NFR, I think, was our last time, but we played we played enough shows to cover 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have, no. have that happen again. No. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, it's dude. It's been a year. That's like our overall goal is, is to... Um, uh, the artists that come in and they, they, they fit... I don't want to say the mold of what, what we do here, but personality-wise, I mean, obviously, <laughs> we've spent some time together in Nashville. <laughs> and, uh, um, but the idea is to help grow the West Coast. And I always use Russell as kind of like my platform for it all because he was nobody. Came out here. We booked him. We didn't pay him shit. Um, and we just kept kept going and going and bringing him back twice a year, Which twice a year. Twice. And now it's just to the point, like, now I'm so happy that you're playing down at Moonshine. I hope you guys kill it down there because next time we do this, I'll call up Michael and be like, listen, I got CJ coming back. Can we do the same thing we did last time? That sort of Which thing. Which would be awesome. Because it's beneficial for you because where else do you go? I mean, West Coast. It's yeah, a one I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there are, there are places, but the idea to get them to tie in like that. So we just did it with, um, I did it with Yankton, um, where we booked them here on a Friday, there on a Saturday. Did it with Austin Burke in April, Friday, s- Saturday. Cool. And that's kind of like the goal of what we want to do. And I mean, it's a super sweet run. And yeah. I mean, I've never been to San Diego before. Yeah. So You're gonna love it'll it. be cool to kind of get out there, see what that's about. I have, I do have some fans on Twitter that are like, Always like, when are you coming to San Diego? I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm coming like, well, right hey, now. Hey, I'll is. be there now. And they're like, oh my god. So, um, the American Girls video, um, probably probably one of my favorites of last year. <laughs> I mean, joke about it a lot, but I love the the Adidas. I love the car. I love like, oh, yeah. whose idea was that? Like, who put that Man, whole thing together? So me and Nick, uh, kind of just over over like driving around in the van and stuff, kind of talking about wanting to do a music video. And, and, and trying to keep it, you know, it's funny, we, we'll throw music video ideas out all the time, but it's like, there's no possible way we can actually bring that to life. So we're like, okay, if we do an American Girls video, how are we going to actually bring this to life? It's like, okay, well, we can do it like a house thing, you know, in a kind of in a garage and uh, just kind of almost have it be a dream, which is, uh, some people don't, don't like see it or like, I don't really get it. It's like, it's a dream. All right. <laughs> you got to watch till the end. But, uh. But yeah, uh, we just kind of started thinking about ridiculous things. We we're like, well, each one of us in our dream state can be our different alter egos. And I was kind of, in my mind, I was Kid Rock 1999. I know it was kind of like DMC-ish looking. Uh, Nick was like 80s rocker. Clint was like 70s rocker. And uh, Where'd the car come from? That was my friend Blake's car, who is a co-writer an awesome writer in Nashville and he had driven uh to write with me and had that car which he I think it was his first car he got it in high school and still has and it and he still has wow. it and he actually I, I hit I hit him up before the video shoot a couple weeks and I was like dude we're doing this video shoot would love to maybe borrow your car like I can give you some cash and he was like man it's been in storage the last couple of months I don't even have it running right now and he goes but let me see what I can do and he pulled through like a champ and was like, dude, I ended up, you know, he goes, I've been wanting to do, get it back running. It's it just, it's good so, inspiration. for Yeah. Him. So he put, he got it back running and, uh, let us borrow it for the day, which was super awesome of him. And, uh, you shot that whole thing in a day. Yeah, dude. That's we badass. shot that whole thing from it's better than a lot of videos. I've from seen about, <laughs> from about 10, 10 AM to four. That's five. not bad at all. We did all of it in about that time span. It's fucking bad. Because the guy that the guy that uh, directed it was like, "I only rented this house till six. We got to get out." <laughs> I was That's like, <laughs> "Could have shot at your own damn house." 
Well, I really want in my mind I was imagining a house with a front-facing garage. That way we could have the band in there and everything. The band in there and like a full shot of the house where you could see everything and kind of zoom in on the, on the garage and kind of have that like I don't know, just uh, just like very suburban like we were practicing at our mom's, you know, garage. Right. Um, and what's funny is at my house we do practice in, <laughs> in our garage. It's just at at my house the garage it's is on the, the back, back yeah. and you can't, you know. So it was like, man, we just won't be able to get. It just won't look right if we. And we and there, and and there's no way. And I wanted to have the lemonade stand type thing out right. front where it was like we were suburban town, kind of half half ass looking for American girls for our music video that right. we were like maybe gonna make. You know, that was kind of the the whole idea was that we'll be jokingly making a music video and fall asleep. And then the music video will just kind of be a dream. So cool, I like it. Whenever we play the song, um, twelve to three, Monday through Friday, I'm on the radio, and there's always a song of yours in there, always. And then uh, when American Girls comes on, I always say that you guys get a chance, go watch the video because <laughs> it'll bring you back to your youth. I promise. Even if you were just born and you're millennial, it'll bring you back to your youth. Because... Well, we tried to sneak all kinds of little things, and there's some of them the, the director didn't really get in there, but like we had. Uh, we play Mario Kart on Nintendo 64 all the time. We got Nick Clint, which he, which is funny. Me and Nick play all the time, and Clint's horrible at Mario. Right. But um, but we, I mean, at uh, Mario Kart, and so we had him playing, and um, we hit a couple other little things where like there's a the little table, there's like a, a frozen corn dog sitting on the on the little thing, and then it it turns into when the dream state starts, the corn dog disappears. And it shows up as a, a green bowl of M and M's, which is that like old rock star thing. Where the, I only want green M and M's. Yeah, I only want green M and M's. Of course, the guy as he's shooting it didn't really get it to where you can see into the bowl, so you never actually see the see green M and M's. It just goes from a plate with a corn dog to a bowl. Boom! And I was like, oh, dude, what's the point of changing that? But yeah. anyway, dude, but you know, that's there's all a couple other little tiny things that 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 that. We tried to sneak in there, but I'm not saying when I do creative artwork for stuff around here for, well, maybe not for a client per se, but I always hide my little logo somewhere in it, and so my yeah. girl will always go through the stuff that I did, and she'll look for the logo where I hit it or something <laughs> like that. But I think, fine toad, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, what we really wanted to do is we wanted to throw a TV out the window above the garage, like rock and roll, like right, like as the part, as like the end when we're like doing the burnout and just doing crazy stuff. But um, the director was like, "Man, I don't think the guy that owns this house." Would, he wouldn't be would, cool with would that. Be cool with us throwing a TV out the window. I was like, "Man, what are we even doing out here?" <laughs> I was like, "We're trying to make a rock and roll music video, and you're stifling our creativity." That's not cool, dude. I would have thrown the window out. Just throw with, throwing the throwing throwing the, the window TV through TV, the window. That's it. That would have been cool, right? You guys put a deposit <laughs> down on the house, right? Call it a day. Oh, I don't know. He was the one that booked it, so it wasn't me. Still pretty funny. What's the, the Go ahead. I was going to say the house would have been in Nashville and not Murfreesboro if it was me. But <laughs> I'm not going to tell him you said that. <laughs> but your first single that you're going to put out this year, what's it going to be? Do you know? Dude, I don't know. We just recorded those five literally yesterday. and You're just going to wait for him to come back and see which one you like the well, best? Well, it's, it's hard to tell. Um, you know, I think that, I, in my mind, I think every song I do could be a single. Right. <laughs> but I really did try to have all the songs... Even though they're all completely different, and I got ballads, and but I tried to make sh- sure that everything to me could, you know, sure. like if Jason Aldean was going to record one of those songs, it, it could potentially be a single on him. Not do anything that's like slow, sad ballady, you know. So uh, any of these songs to me could be the first song I put out. Right. I just don't know. Do you play them live right now? 
Will you play them tonight? We're not playing any of them. No. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, I, I would just... think that if you have the opportunity, you recorded them. Is it because these guys don't know it? Know the songs? Partially, because, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and, and the thing is, whenever we go into the studio, so like... Um, yeah, but wouldn't you get good feedback from, from people that are there and you could see like maybe... It is great feedback. It's funny though... I guess I really just narrowed the songs down because I had like a, a longer list, right? And within the last week, narrowed it down to the five. It was it was a hard a hard choice. Um, some of the songs we have played live before, but uh, especially with the new guitar player and stuff, I guess it's just funny because when when we go in and record stuff, it's almost confusing for the band because. Um, the demo is usually different than, than the sure. final version. So a lot of times when when everybody learns the demo, then they it's it's almost harder for them to transition and learn it the new way. I I get that. Uh, Brody Stewart's a guy that plays here a lot, and he went to Nashville and, and on his own without his band and cut a song and came back and played it for us. I'm like, this is a fucking badass song. Like, why aren't you playing? He's like, well, the band doesn't know it. I'm like, <laughs> but they're good. I yeah. Mean, how long I were mean, you in the studio recording five songs? How long did it take you? Uh, we. We did it from 10 to 5 yesterday, and then I replayed a bunch of the guitar solos um, from like 6 to 10. So you sit back in at your level. I mean, you guys walk in, and you guys are so solar, not solar, laser-focused on what needs to be done. I've seen this happen before where 20 years ago, I know a girl that went to Nashville— uh, she wrote three songs and was coming back to show Sony in L.A. So she flew back and that night sent the the demos to musicians, a keyboardist, a drummer, a bass player, and a guitar player. And they showed up and the next day it took them like fucking six minutes oh, yeah. and they knew the three songs. Yeah. So it's kind of like your guys are probably at that level, I would assume. Oh, like, they're great. I mean, we're going to start learning them like in the next few weeks. It's just that I, we recorded the – like all the parts were figured out yesterday. Right. And um, I don't know. Why don't why didn't they record with you? I mean, is there just a well? You don't have to answer that. We can cut that if you want to. No, it, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, my guys are unbelievable players, but um, there's just a certain level of like quickness and ability to play so many different things that studio guys that's what they do can do. I right. mean, and you can say, man, that feels a little too John Mary. Make it a little bit more. And they're this. not, at, and they're and, they're there and to do a they job. Literally, just they don't care at all. Right, and they. Within a minute's notice, we'll we'll ha- you'll have it a different way. I mean, and so it's kind of honestly as much as well because there's so there's a union rate. So technically, if somebody's playing on your record, you have to pay you pay for three hour blocks of time, and it's the same rate, right? Depending on how if it's a demo or you're releasing it. So the, the, and there's two really there's like limited pressing if you're not really famous, and then there's master if you're if you're going to sell more than right. like five or 10,000 records. So, um, you know, it would, it, it would cost about the same. And Stevie, Stevie, well, Nick, Nick's a great engineer and a great drummer, but, um, my drummer, Nick engineered the whole thing. Right. Um, which is, which is fun. And, you know, he gets that, he, he was, you know, have input and, you know, we were, you know, talking about what we want with me, him and Brent, um, you know, talking, you know, talking through the parts and stuff. Um, but it's just it's just so fast to have those guys. So it's sure. almost a cost thing. Right. Because the studio time is expensive, too. And if we can a lot of times, out five songs well, and that's why we bust out five songs in one day, right. you know, you pay for one day of studio time as opposed to like. You know, like Fleetwood Mac or the Eagles or whoever, <laughs> even though they're <laughs> even though amazing bands would spend months in the right. studio figuring out the parts and and I mean and and you pro- probably get a more organic feel, you know, if you're 
doing that kind of thing. But, um, man, I've just gotten to know these guys, these these session guys, and when I have demo sessions, they play on my tunes. And I, you know, are they so older? I, um, I would say that most of these guys are between thirty and forty-five. Maybe mm-hmm. on the one guy that I think is about forty-five, and then most of the guys are like probably. 35-ish. And that's what they do for a living so, and they're just yeah. studio guys? So so most of the time for the, like, the session players, um, it's kind of funny because everybody kind of has a path, but like session players are usually, like they move to Nashville, they build up with the road gigs, usually they end up playing with somebody pretty big, at the you know, and then they, once you get to a certain level of being a really good road guy, you can try to break and make that transition to a session player and it's super hard because because the gear is completely different for both sure um and some guy you try to transition slowly you like maybe they play with blake shelton but they're starting or eric church or somebody but they like when they're not playing with those guys they'll pick up a few session gigs and may and then you, you know you start at demos and then they're like, man, have you heard that new bass player that plays with whoever? Right. Man, he's good. You need to get him on your record. And it kind of works up to that. And then but what's so hard is that for most instruments, you really have two to maybe five guys that are A-list master record call guys. Right. And then you maybe have another slew of 10 to 20 guys that are the – the B, not B list, but like guys that get called and like you're totally cool to have them on demos. Right. But like, so at each instrument, you really have 20 to 30 guys, maybe, maybe 20 guys that are, that you would want to have play on something you're doing in a studio in Nashville. That, you think that, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it does, but that helps when you have that A list to record with you. I mean, does it give you a little bit more they credit? Just, they just, it's so weird, but I guess because they're playing on so many current records that they, they, which obviously makes them a lot of them sound the same, but they know what current is. But they're also because they're being used by so many people, they're just freak nature talented guys. Right. I mean, most of these guys, you just it, it, their musicianship just completely blows you away, and the and how fast they can do things and play it every which way you want to hear. So it's recorded. And then you guys start playing it live, and Nick sits down to play his drum parts. Does he get to add a little bit of himself I to mean, it, or does he, he? Yeah, he can change. I mean, I don't care. Like, like, I mean, obviously, I want some of the Sig parts to be sure. the same, but like, he can fill whatever yeah, he wants can to fill, fills or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I kind of leave it up to them. I, I'm not really hard on. It's like as long as I could play it, seeing what I'm doing, and that doesn't sound too weird. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, we so we recorded them yesterday. I'm gonna to try to sing them next week. So I just did the music, right. do the vocals. Just hopefully try. You to do like a scratch vocal through them, just yeah, to get through them? Okay. yeah. I did just a scratch in the room um, while I'm playing my rhythm pass, and I replay my rhythm stuff later. But so I'll do just. I like sitting in there with the band because, I'll, which at one to me it makes them sound more like me and less just like stock Nashville stuff. Is whenever I'm playing guitar with the band, they can kind of feel the vibe that I'm wanting for the tune as opposed to me just saying, uh, I want it to sound like right. They get Church. to follow you in a sense. Yeah, yeah, they can kind of follow me a little bit. So it's pretty cool to be able to do that. And um, But I usually just go down one take with the band, and once they've kind of got my vibe, 
then I'll go into the control room and listen and talk to them. And then after the fact, I'll replay all my stuff. Where did you record all this stuff at? We did all of this stuff at Starstruck, which is, um, it's on Music Row. Uh, Reba and her ex-husband owned it. I don't know who owns it now, but, um, it's, it's a really nice spot. I saw like a little video from like last year that, um, when Keith Urban posted Blue Ain't Your Color, he had cut it there. I mean, there's some really sweet stuff that, um, gets cut there, but it's just a, um, a really, really sweet room and, uh. Guess, guess, guess what the cat just dragged in. Ooh, I was like, oh, I hope I didn't miss it. I got to get it. Pew, 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 pew. That's all I wanted to do. Dude, we're out. We're done. That's it. Now we're we're done. finishing on we it. Have it. We haven't done any pewing yet. No. Pew, 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 pew. We didn't even get to, but this is like a perfect segue from music to actual <laughs> lifestyle. Last time that uh, Chris and I were in Nashville. Actually, last time I was in Nashville. I think you've been once since I went, then. I went after you. Yeah. Yeah, we had, a, we had a little fun time with Mr. CJ Solar and That's Scott right. Stevens and Tim Montana. That's and, right. We barbecued. Yeah, man. Tim... Is a master barbecue guy. I mean, in my eyes, I don't know. He might. Would you not call be. barbecuing or smoking? Because he's a, he was smoking. I guess he's more smoking. Yeah, yeah. he smoked him. He's a smoke master. Have you been back since? Yeah, I actually went to his Christmas party the other night. Oh, um, dude, I no, saw a video of that everyone dude, playing. Was, what party did I go to? Did you? Oh, go no, to his I went Christmas to the party? t-shirt Christmas party. Okay, I was at his house and it was freaking slammed. Which this was just this was like the week or so before Christmas, yeah. and um. He had his band like he got up and jammed, and they played like a we play. He played like a thirty minute version of like, well, I don't even know if it was really a song. It was like a blues jam, and some people were kind of singing "Merry Christmas, Baby" over it. I don't. I saw some fiddles in there. I saw (laughs) and they had some fiddle jams. Yeah, two fiddle players. (laughs) It was uh, it was awesome, man. I got up and played for just a second because Tim was like, "Come play." I was like, "Ah, "I'm just here to hang," but all right, (laughs) I'll do it. Last time I went to 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 Nashville at the end of no. November or something like that, and the guys that make his T-shirts and stuff, they had a Christmas party. Oh, that's so cool. So I was like, dude, you got to go. So I'm like, all right. I'll go. I'll meet you there. That's pretty sweet. And that's why I, I saw it. Todd Thomas there. The beard. Yeah. The other beard. So we had some... Actually, wait a minute. I got to call Tim, because there's a group photo of us someplace. <laughs> you didn't get it? I didn't get it. I guess they got, I got to... I got to call Tim. Like, dude, where's my photo? I got, I got sick the week before Christmas, right? Um... Got strep throat, so I was like, out. So my beard started growing. Because normally (laughs) I keep it at like a one or a two, but I'm letting it grow. So I was telling Heather that I'm letting it grow till Tim gets here. (laughs) So I can just see. I'll never get to this thing. It was funny. uh, That same week, I uh, went and did a show with Jordan Davis. Oh, and, oh, dude! You had to cut I, knew, your shit. I knew about well. No, I knew about a month in advance. It got booked about a month in advance, and I was like, "I'm not going to shave my beard till after this Jordan Davis show," which it got like. I mean, mine was like an inch long, right. and I was like, I, "I, you know, hanging out with Jordan." I was like, "My beard feels so pathetic." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was he has like, a "Pretty good beard." He does. It's like oh. it's like yours, but just without the gray. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. I would say it's a very similar style, but yeah, his is just. Black. I'm kind of thinking what I can get in like 30 days. I don't know. <laughs> this is this is about seven days. This worth. is like two years. Now. That's a pretty good for seven days worth. Yeah, you know, eh, maybe a little bit more than that. I think mine sort of stopped. Like it, it does like, not really get longer than that. It's like just like eh. Yeah, it's weak, dude. It's falling apart. Yeah, I'm like, dude, what's up? I uh, get some. I gotta get some hair pills. See, I'm just not years. good. I don't. I don't know how to do after it gets like. I'm not good at like trimming the sides to where it just keeps going down. I'm always just like bushy. And I don't really know. I've never had anybody trim mine, but like a you professional have. person. I go to the barber. Yeah, I, I now go to a barber. Yeah, yeah. I, I went back to barber. No fancy haircut. Not back to my seventeen dollars barber. 
It's good. Hey, if it's good, it's good. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Done. Thanks for well, right. I have a I have a lady that just messes with my hair, and but which I go to like once a year, and then I've never. I just always I do my own beard <laughs> to get your split ends to get my split ends pretty much. <laughs> And uh, otherwise, I just trim my beard on my own, but I don't know how to let it get longer. Right. You have, you just have to, you have to commit. You have to commit. You and have I to throw your beard. Well, and I already get well. And from out. a music standpoint, I already get thrown so much into the southern rock world that I'm like, right. man, if I let my beard get long, I'm just You're gonna right be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, You're gonna so, end up in Texas, dude. I'm gonna be so, <laughs> so out of commercial countryville, <laughs> at least commercial Nashville. Well, dude, what are you talking about Stapleton? What are you talking? Well, you know, you got the hair, but like. I'm trying to at least like, dude. You just I'm think about to, you could eat more if you went after that. <laughs> you could eat so much more. Jordan Davis, fortunately, even with that, with with the beard, still looks like a male model. I'm like trying to like not look like I like walked like in off the street. I think it's a hot mess, man. <laughs> I don't know, but between the long hair and the beard, I was like, I don't know what I would. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I can handle it. So I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna keep it short. You know why I stopped shaving? Fuck, tired, so lazy. I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to spend any time. I that's that's why I do too. I mean, I really that's just th- that's three years because I have the photo dude, when we bullshit, dude. Oh, oh you, three years. because when we came back yeah. here, you just started it. It has been longer though. I shaved it when she when Kennedy was born. How old is she? Three and a half. Okay, so the, when we came back here. Oh no 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 no! I shaved it a year after she was born. Because I had a situation, so I ended up shaving. Oh, you fucked up. Yeah, that's the worst. Like, like it looked like a murder scene or something. I, 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 like it dropped or something. So I ended up shaving it down and starting over again. I just joke with Heather and I tell her that I'm going to let it grow till Tim comes. You know, just just so I can see what I can do. Really, what only like a month? Thirty days. It's a little more than thirty days. So, but I'm doing it with the hair too. So I have a nice little jump start on this. But once I put my hat on, the hair starts coming out from from. Mm From here, that's when it irritates her, dude. Re- oh, it so, irritates her. Yeah, no it's your hair. Your hair. It's your hair. Do yeah, dude. You, you tell her, bro. You tell her. Yeah. She's gonna be here tonight. I'm gonna call you out on that. My hair. It's like, <laughs> like you know. It's every, I mean, it, it's a little engine that really can't. Up top. <laughs> so I tell him to comb this over. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like comb the beard. <laughs> if I could have three wishes, uh, my one wish is that I had long hair so I could look like you know CJ Solar. Oh, or CJ Solar. What are you about? This guy's got a head of hair. A mane. A mane. Good to be young. It's all right. It's kind of thin. <laughs> it's long, but it's thin. I want to be well. Is that what she said? I'm okay with having <laughs> long hair, long beard. Long hair, Maybe don't care. Showering every other day. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Showering every other day. Dude, why don't you put him on a pedestal on your on your uh, badass ass dragon Monday morning music picks, dude? Dude, is on all of my uh, <laughs> all of the songs are on my badass ass dragon Monday music. Monday, Monday morning. morning. <laughs> That's a real tongue twister. I know. I think the last one I did. No, I don't last. I got to go look now. Actually, got to. Hey, hey, Cody, are all mine up now? Um, I got to go look, but. Dude, I just got a thought. So I showed you, like the Toad's Tunes thing. So we're gonna. Mm. We bought a domain name. I forgot what it was. I know. We, you were supposed to put that together. I have to build him a website for all his badass stuff. But <laughs> right. dude, how fucking cool would it be? Get it up. Right. Get it running, and then get sponsored by Whistlepig. Dude, that was badass. Dude, I can't even smell that shit. After that night, I took one sip of that Do we stuff. Do you have a picture of Whistlebig of the, of the bottle? What if we have a picture? See, I've never had it. You, you tried it that night. Did you I try it? It was crazy. It was like, it's like we all tried it. Some stupid 116. Number, like 116 proof or something. And you might have had a sip. Apparently, everybody oh, might yeah. have had a sip. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, was, I was literally about to leave, and I was about to drive home, so I literally just tasted a, bit, a little bit of it, and I was like, ugh. And so apparently, so we, that's what we apparently all did. Tim and I shared the bottle. You did. Uh, yeah. 
I'm you did. Saying that was a mess. <laughs> I know that I took a you picture. You were a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's funny? Everybody sees the picture of him laying in the street while we're waiting for the Uber. And uh, one <laughs> one Uber guy comes and he says, um, "Yeah, I drove by and didn't see you." I'm like, "Bullshit!" I said, "My right. buddy's like passed out in the fucking street. If you'd have drove by, you'd have ran him over." And he goes, "Why well, didn't find you? I canceled it." And I was like, "You fucking dick!" <laughs> so the other guy comes and as we see the headlights coming, I'm watching on the phone and I see him get close. I stand him up and I lean him against Heather. Like, cause the, the road kind of has a little bit of an angle yeah. to it. And I'm like, dude, if this guy just shows up and he wants to be a dick and say, I'm taking a drunk guy in the fucking car, you know? Yeah. I, and so we like leaned him up and threw him in the car. We get, I, I don't think I've ever seen him that bad before. It was fucking <laughs> bad epic. Pig. Bad. It was epic. I'm looking for, um, that'd be so funny to get them to the video. Dude, I have the video. I'm talking about getting you, getting like, uh, the badass whole yeah, thing sponsored by Whistlepig. I wonder, I wonder if like we can get that happening. That's right. Uh, get my, yeah, I'm supposed to have a cool website one day. <laughs> Dude, get the fuck out of here, man. You, what do you think this is? But then again, I'm, I got like, oh, no, do I have time? I got to do like... I, Here's I the funny part. Like... Here's the funny part. He'll do his shows and I'll have to upload everything because I can't <laughs> teach him how to upload it because, because this is... This is... <laughs> See, what's funny to me is right. that that puddle on the right almost right. looks like vomit. It does, but it's not because here's... Uh, it's, Look at that's the best part right there. Yeah. Exactly. I'm wearing a CJ Solar. Shirt. Oh, you are, <laughs> dude. And the great part, part, like, so I, I'm taking pictures of him. He's flipping me off. Like, <laughs> he can barely get it up. He's like, oh, it's there. I don't have a picture. Oh. I don't have a picture of the whistle pig. I, I might have it on like my Instagram or something. Photos. I think we did. Yeah, I think the greatest part was like the next morning when I get this random text message. Never had Tim's phone number in my phone. I don't know where the fuck he got it from. I get this hey hot stuff, and I'm sitting with Heather going, oh, this is going to be fucking great. Like, I don't even fucking know who this is. And then he starts sending me pictures of stuff. He's like, did we fight or wrestle last night? And I'm like, no, you wanted to. He goes, man, my back's fucking killing me. You sure we didn't wrestle last night? And I'm like, you called out Scott. His Christmas party was like... Come over for a little concert and and, and backyard wrestling. Yes. I was like, dude, dude at, the, at the other Christmas party he was wrestling. I don't, he just likes. I to think wrestle. it's just a yeah barbecue blackout and backyard wrestling. Blackout. Party. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that, dude. Why don't we get invited to that? I think yeah. we should cancel his show now. That's Fuck right. that guy. I'm gonna go shave. There were a lot of people. There were a lot of people there. Yeah, it was slammed. it was neat to see. I actually took um I took some notes from you guys between your garage and his garage. <laughs> um, I'm building a garage in my backyard, and that's one of the things I want to do is because I've got every instrument in my house. Well, so it's like, why not put something space. together? Just dude, guys come to town a day early, fucking hang out, that sort of thing. But <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm broke now because <laughs> I got a new house. So it's kind of like it's going to come with time. But that that's the goal is to build like the garage, put the toys in it, and like, maybe the second floor have like Hell a, yeah. a little jam room. That's I think that'd be fucking it. cool. Get it out of the house. I got to clean up my garages. Yeah, you have enough room. I, four out of the eight bays are semi-clean. Eight car garage. Oh, like fucking! And they're all filled. See, I can't people. even fit one car in my garage because no. the the dummy that built my house built a garage too shallow, so you can't. It's not even twenty feet deep. You can't. No. The, oh, well, could you have the stairs right there? The stairs. Yeah. The stairs take it up, and then on the and, and then uh, uh, next to the stairs is the hot water heater. So mm-hmm. if the hot water heater wasn't, which I'm like, who puts a hot water heater outside? But in the garage, anyway. But yeah, you mine's could, in the garage. You could fit. Well, <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to. Be, well, I don't know. So oh, I've had some. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody told me that that shouldn't have been out there. I don't know if it's like in the in places where it actually gets cold enough to for it to free. When was your house built? When, like two thousand on, on a Tuesday. Oh, was like a new house. 
It's a newer house. Yeah, it's like 2009. Not renovated. No. Brand, no, it was it was oh. an old tiny home knocked down, and they built the duplex. It's, it's that a guy, duplex. That guy's duplex. Well, actually, I heard that he got ran out of town because <laughs> he was like doing sketch work. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, like maybe a uh, maybe a bug, maybe a bug. <laughs> well, I have a Honda Ridgeline, and it was it stuck like three feet out. And, wow! And um, I I don't picture it as a Honda Ridgeline. Guy. I don't have it anymore. Guy. No, I used to. I had it for a little bit. I have a Jeep now. Yeah. We know. We've I been remember. in that. We've been yeah. in it. Yeah. That's right. we got to ride in that. Settle it, everybody. Dude, favorite place to eat in Nashville. Not that barbecue place that we went to. What's your next favorite place? What's your go-to? <sighs> oh, that's so hard. I don't know. I love Mexican food, which I'm sure y'all probably get a decent bit. You know, over... there's some pretty good food out here. Not, It's still going to Baja a lot. Pretty tough to beat that Baja burrito in no, no. In, Baja, Baja, Baja Mexico California. oh Baja California Baja, yeah Mexico. yeah well I guess maybe we'll try to get some of that in in San Diego tomorrow yeah you'll eat good, good down food. there you still didn't tell me where the where your favorite place to go is there well Even it's, if it's, it's Mexican so hard food. what's your favorite what's your go to burrito place. Well, there's a place called Baja Burrito <laughs> in Nashville, and it's really good. Um, there's a place. There's a, what's funny is there's there's I have like five or six Mexican Mexican restaurants that all do a slightly different thing, and like I, depending on what I'll be like, no, I'm not really feeling Taco Mamacita, maybe cilantro. <laughs> there's like. You know, if I want like really traditional Mexican food, and I'll do like this place called Cilantro. If I want like bastardized American, super American version, Taco Mamacita, the kind of true Mexican burrito, Baja burrito. Um, I'll, I'll do Chipotle, oof, pretty regularly. Too. Dude, just I gotta try to figure out where Lucas took me. I went to Pinchy's here the, yeah, the, okay. the other day. It's, it's supposed to be like the the baddest like taco place here but i walked in and they, they have a three taco plate thing so i got one called a gringo which is just a shredded beef deep fried taco and i was like that was my favorite <laughs> i didn't like the carne asada I like roberto's. yeah roberto's chicken tacos are i'm just, i'm a sucker for just generic mexican food yeah. like i mean i want it to be really good you know but roberto's like, is pretty good here. i don't want like super fancy stuff like i just, just want meat, meat and cheese and why roberto's what well, do they're everywhere between Roberto's and what Don Tortacos? Try Roberto's. Yeah, I'll have to give it a go. Yeah, with your per diem that you get for tonight, you guys <laughs> should be like, "Fuck, we're not going to In and Out. We're going to Roberto's <laughs> or Don Tortaco. It's the same thing." Well, over by hotel, I saw that you guys got a raisin canes out here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. How, I don't know how long that's been out here, but uh, been here raisin a canes bit. started in, in Baton Rouge, where, where I'm originally. from. You like that place? Yeah, oh, I'm not a fan. Oh, not I a fan. I like it. I well, I think it's just one of those things where it's like a thing we grew up having. Right. right. So I feel like it. We, if you grew up eating dog turds, you'd probably like dog turds. Dude, it's like a pizza joint. <laughs> what are we doing for dinner yeah. tonight? I don't know. Roberto's. I got to go to my cousin's. It's her birthday. You got to so. go to I'm going to a shitty Italian restaurant tonight. Which just one? Giuseppe's. Oh. Fucking hate that place. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna order a salad and chicken fingers. No joke, I just don't like it. It's like but we it's, had a we had a late lunch. Where'd so you eat? We ate. At <laughs> uh oh. At Chili's. <laughs> Oh. What? Well, it was walking distance. We were like walking by, and we were like, "Okay, well, it's like five guys, At canes, the yeah, by yeah. the hotel." We were like, "Let's just walk the over there." Bootleggers, right there. Because the joint's pretty good. I don't know what Otherwise, the pizza joint. Joe's. No, it's the same oh, area. Yeah. Joe's, Joe's right. is right well, there. We just like as we were walking because I, I can't. Well, there was that. There was that bootlegger. Bootlegger, and we were like, mm, and then and that then you passed like, yeah, the Bears Diner. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, back, but back, is that one open? Black Bear. 
Blackbird. No. I, I thought it, they, no, well, no, the guy told me that it was before. a breakfast place. No, from the hotel it goes bootlegger, and then it goes right into the mall. And the I first one, the mall. I think he's right. I think Blackbird's there. We didn't even realize that that was open or anything, but we were like, okay, the food places. So we got over, and it was like Smash Burger. Yeah, uh, well, it was five guys. Yes, that, five that's guys. what I meant. Five guys. Yeah, me too. And we were like, mm, don't know about that. And then we we're like raising canes. I was like, yeah, we get that in Baton Rouge or in Louisiana. And you saw fucking Chili's. And then Chili's <laughs> was next, and we were about tired of walking. And we we're like, well, I guess everybody can get a little something different. <laughs> Chipotle was right next to that. Too. I know. Yeah. We, were, we were like, well, and we also kind of wanted to kill some time because we had like a little bit of time before we had to get over here. So we we're like, man, if we had a Chipotle or canes, like we're gonna be done in like twenty minutes, right. and we'll just be like. We go over there for hotel. pizza a lot. There's a place called Joe's yeah. New York Pizza. They, they're yeah. proud of their their pizza, but it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think our per diem would cover the cost of that pizza. <laughs> no, we it's get it delivered expensive. here every now and then at, at night. It's like you order two pizzas, like fucking fifty five dollars. I'm like, for, <laughs> for what? Like, dude, there's pepperoni on it and cheese. That's yeah, it. yeah. They're proud. Pizza of them. tears me up. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the combination of could all be the of sauce it. too. Sometimes you know these pizza guys they put on that bitter sauce. I don't know what it is, but like almost every time I have pizza, I'm just not gonna have a good really next twelve to twenty four hours. But Mexicans hours. okay. Mexican food, I have no problem. See, I'm just the opposite. See, pizza just tears me up, but milk? Mexican food is fine. I don't know if it's the milk. I'm, well, I know that milk doesn't sit somebody, well. You guys probably aren't gonna eat dinner, so we're gonna have to have like Roberto's brought in for the green room. I could do that on my way back. I could just the fill your room with fucking burgers. tacos, dude. The deep fried chicken tacos. The taquitos, oh, yeah. you mean? No, the oh, the, the big tacos. tacos, yeah. I mean, or Don Tor taco. Husband and wife. I don't even know if I'm going to eat before we play. I'll decide that. I'll yeah, decide I'll that. Probably just. Gonna, we'll probably I know the green just... room. We obviously aren't doing very good with the uh, rider. Dude, I don't we're... know. Do you even have a rider? He did. I do, but like, yeah. who's well, your tour manager? Well, so I have uh, a guy that works at. The, so I, I got a manager. Uh, a management uh, a couple months ago and they send like the excessive list sure. to every place you know so some people are like I can't that. believe no we did we did some people we are did. like I can't believe you asked for all that fucking stuff I'm like dude I didn't even put that list together <laughs> like somebody like like dude I, like, he, he, I crossed everything out and put six bottles of whistle pig <laughs> no joke and what's funny about that is I said something to him because Matt called me and was like dude they want six bottles of whistle pig and then it says one or two of the bottles from the whistle pig can we change out to something else and I'm like they don't understand it's a joke like you got four guys you really think they're gonna drink six <laughs> bottles of fucking whistle pig I, I mean, don't think so well he has like coconut water on there which I do like but otherwise I don't care like Our girl that I, handles that she isn't here anymore. She's not here anymore. So Matt was supposed to get you guys a veggie tray and didn't. He said he I don't failed. even like the veggie tray. Yeah, I don't know good. why it's even on there. I've asked it to guys, be removed. What do you guys like want in your green room? Water. I mean, my guys sometimes you, occasionally want a, a bottle of Jack Daniels. Is that what you want tonight? A bottle of Jack? Some beers? Ye- I mean, yeah. One in Vegas. Yeah. Miller Did, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to throw someone under the bus right here. I had a conversation this morning with the guy that owns this place, and he told me he was going to stop and pick up a bottle of Whistle Pig just for you guys. I did say that. <laughs> I go, I think I'm going to get a bottle of Whistle Pig. Now, is that, a, is that a thing you can pick up almost anywhere? You go to the grocery uh, yeah, is it at a liquor store. Really? Liquor store. So it's at like every liquor store. You can find. But I would say not everyone, but. But um, most liquor stores. We found yeah, it on the way to Tim's. I feel like it's just not even a thing that. Oh, dude, I you know, know what's about. funny? It's like. Um, we have a buddy we call Dad. He is a uh, <laughs> whiskey drinking, bourbon drinking, like, and he's uh, he's like, dude, there's like seven levels of wh- yeah, whistle pig. I was like, what? Didn't even know that. Damn, I just we thought got the that. big one. Oh wow, you <laughs> that yeah, you See, missed out on the fun. Yeah, I really did. We went, we went right to overdrive. We 
right to overdrive. Well, no, dude, was, Scott no showed up. Second or third gear. Do you know Scott? Yeah. He, he, uh, I always say that there's a difference between smoking weed and then there's the upper echelon that smokes what's called rapper's weed. <laughs> and there is a difference. <laughs> Go to sleep. What the fuck just happened to me? Those are, those are the two levels. Well, he hit me up that, that afternoon out of the fucking blue when I was at Tim's house. He's like, dude, you should stop by. And I'm like, dude, where are you? So he fucking drops me his address, like the yeah, current pin. location yeah. thing, pin thing. Dude, he's the next street over. That's yeah. so crazy. So he comes over and um, Tim sized him up. Literally, he was sitting on, <laughs> on the stairs going into uh, the smoke room. He was ready to fight. He yeah. wanted to wrestle or, or <laughs> fight him. And he looks at Scott and he's like staring at him. He's like, dude, you want to um, wrestle or you want to fight? And Scott looks at me and I just was like, dude, I think he's serious. Like that. He's like, dude, I just came over here to have a drink. Like that. And so, because Scott's like the most non, yes, like, non violent. Yeah. Yes. But, but he had his new cop mustache. He did. Mm-hmm. I didn't even remember the, about the mustache. Well, I wasn't there that night. I'd already left whenever he got there. But you showed me that picture. I was like, damn, that's Scott with a mustache. A little perv, a little perv, right? Yeah. Uh, he it, definitely looks a little bit. He moved right. from there and went and sat next to Heather. And so <laughs> Tim got in front of him over there and like leans up and he goes, I see you sizing me up. And he's like, <laughs> He's like six, what would you say, six four, two twenty or something like that. And I'm just like looking at him and Scott just looks at Heather and I'm just like, dude, just let it go. And then they did that and then um he looked at me and goes, I think it's time to leave. That's twice in my lifetime of knowing him that he's told me it was time to leave. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't man. happen. Both times in Nashville. <laughs> because I'm sitting there and I look over and I go, Tim's resting his head on the table. On that high top. <laughs> but for quite a while. So I'm like, I think it's time for us to go. <laughs> and then yeah. I stood up. And I was like, oh god! And we're like, do we help him? What do we do? And we're like, dude, he's at his house. He knows what to do. So while we're standing out front waiting for the Uber, <laughs> we see him stumbling through the windows, and everything. <laughs> it was the greatest fucking thing in the world. And Danielle came out and said, make sure the kid gets a shower in the morning and to school. Uh-huh. And and he's like pleading with her, why don't you just shower him tonight? I'll I'll take care of the stuff in the morning. She's like, fuck you, and went back in the house. Like, <laughs> and the best part was, oh, because she had to get up and go to yes, the airport at like right. four in the morning yeah, or something. And then, and then Tim came up with the greatest idea, which is, dude, I'm gonna be traveling all next week for a while. I'm not gonna see my kids. Let's just stay home. I'm gonna have my kids stay home so I can spend some time with them. That was his excuse because we all, we both asked him. We're like, dude, did you take the kid to school? He goes, uh, no, we just woke up. It's like ten thirty. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna be here. I'm gonna travel. I need to spend time with my kids. I'm like, that's fucking. How'd that go over with the wife? Good cover. Good cover. Uh, I said her, school, I said her school cheese, sucks I said her anyway. Cheese making kit. You did? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that food <laughs> that night was so good. Yeah, he, dude, he can smoke. Yeah, he but, and the banana, that banana oh, cream oh, yeah. cookie. Heather's made it twice. Just now. banana pudding. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, but it has those those King's cookie the wafers. Things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's banana pudding. What are those? That's well, a, that's, that's, like that's southern banana. Yeah. banana so good. Pudding. Like super sour. Banana pudding. Yeah, it's not pudding. Vanilla wafers. Kind of Danielle. Sometimes they're like cut in half or quarters or something, and they're sprinkled, or, or sometimes there's the whole wafer. Right. I prefer to not have a whole wafer. Oh, I was not right. mad at it. Was not mad at it. I don't remember how she did it, but it was some of the best I've ever had in my yeah. entire life. I remember I'm, it was pretty good. But at that point, I'm going to try and con. I don't really know what else is in banana. Put. I mean, I don't know how you make it or what it is. <laughs> With a box of Jello. <laughs> yeah. I just know that I. It's ooh, good. It's good, and and I like it. A lot. Me too. A lot. I, like a I think lot. I probably had like three servings like of that shit. The meat yeah. was good. The sauce was good. Your guys' liquor. I ended up drinking that can of That's right. Uh, spiked water. Yeah. Is that what it was? Spiked water. 
It's so actually weird. pretty good. Sparkling water. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. But it had vodka in it or something. So weird. I had to drink because it was like one of those things. If I didn't like get the edge off, I'd be worried that, that Tim was going to fight Scott. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm the one that told. It's funny because I ask him, I'm like, dude, do you mind if Scott comes by? He goes, I don't give a fuck. If he's your friend, you think he's cool, whatever. I'm like, yeah, he's cool, whatever. He comes over the next day. I show him the picture of him. He's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> good time. That's yeah. like the best times. Those best times. Well, tell people how to find you online since we just uh, talked about crazy stuff. <laughs> yes. I like it. Oh, you can find me uh cjsolar.com. I'm on. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, occasionally respond to people on Snapchat. I'm on everything. I'm worldwide. Do you tweet yeah. a lot? I tweet a little bit. I don't tweet as much as I used to. I don't really get into the tweeting thing. I'm more of an Instagram. I feel like Instagram is winning the race right now, which I yep. know it's it's pretty much Facebook, but without, but with just the pictures. Yeah. But a little less intrusive. Like yeah, and people can't share stupid articles as much. Right, I have to, I have to talk <laughs> like, about the present every five minutes. Yeah, but. I'm just like, uh So, and it's really, I don't know, I just, I'm a, I'm an Instagram person. Good. So, um, yeah, I post there the most, especially like the stories. But like, it's funny because like, I feel like every time I get a new social media that I use the most, my parents are like, why aren't you posting on that old one as much? I'm like, because uh, that's for old people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the you, Facebook? Yeah. Like, gonna... Why aren't you post as much? Dude, talk about Instagram. Do it. Why don't talk you post as in... much? Why don't, why don't you? I post to Instagram as much? <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, Facebook. The Facebook. To the Facebook? Mm-hmm. Um, I just put you on the Well, spot. the main thing is is because uh, with like I, when you're doing the stories, I've, it's weird to do it on all of them. Yeah, and they're they're like, they're like real time stuff. So so I, if I'm doing Insta story, right. I'll have a you know I'll do it just on Instagram. And they're like, why don't you post some of that stuff on Facebook too? And I'm like, because you can't. I mean, I guess you could like download it before you and then just. But it's not really the right content for Facebook. It's it's almost annoying now. Because I'm just want to, I want to thrill. Like I'm going through Facebook. I'm just looking for like people I know, mm-hmm. and it's in between. You know, I get to see oh, there's somebody I know, and then I got to go through like 58. Things I don't, and then, so it's not even fun anymore. Yeah, Facebook's just, I don't know. I mean, it's its nice to connect to the people that really love using Facebook, and especially from a musician standpoint, but, like, if I wasn't a musician, I probably wouldn't use Facebook at all anymore. Yeah. It's I don't know if I would have ever created Facebook. The Facebook. I always call it the Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook. And I don't know if I would have done Twitter either, because I'm not... Um, I don't know. I just don't like really feel like tweeting my random thoughts, mostly because I don't want people to dislike me more than they already do. Right. <laughs> I don't think I don't tweet maybe once or twice a year. Stonies maybe ten times I a year. No, and that's about it. I like, used to tweet a lot, but I just feel like there's a lot of artists out there that tweet. Well, a lot of people follow that and they use that for their news media things, and I just I just don't. No, I tweet a lot. Yeah, I, they tweet a lot. I didn't know that. See how many? I think you. Yeah, it'll show you how many tweets you've done. Yeah, I'm trying to. I thought I just saw it for a second. It's at the home. It should be on your home page. How many total posts you have? I believe. Because I just looked at Facebook and had what eighty nine or right message things on there. Yeah, so four thousand six hundred tweets. Dang, that's a lot. You're aggressive, bro. Dude, that is aggressive. Well, I just don't use it as much as I used to, but I used to use it a lot. But um, how long you be in San Diego for? Just the day, you guys. Just the day you we fly, fly home. back to Nashville on Sunday. I was hoping to stay maybe out there for an extra day, just because we'd never been. But right. people, we just didn't. got stuff to do. I, I like especially recording those new tunes yesterday. You got to go back and finish that. I need to start finishing. Me and my girlfriend are getting a dog on Monday night. Married? Too. 
No, we're get, we're not getting married at least yet. But uh, I remember last time we were we were in Nashville. I I threw you under the bus with that. She said something the same thing, and I was like, "Married, engaged? You're gonna ask me to marry you?" <laughs> kind of. We're getting a golden doodle Monday night. Right on. So that's like getting married. Yeah. Did she just, move in? No. Then it's how are we going to be at my house? Oh, okay. But she's gonna. The dog's gonna stay at my house. She's probably gonna stay at my house a lot. While we figure it out, we're gonna figure it out. It's I don't complicated. Know. It's complicated. That's a that's a. She setting. still has a place somewhere else, but she's probably gonna be over a lot with this dog. I believe she is over a lot. She is over a lot. She has and a key. Yeah. yeah, that's over a lot. <laughs> I feel like I so know too much information. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, so Sorry. we're getting this dog, and uh, you know the name. I gotta finish. We haven't uh, f- officially decided on a name. It's like the red color like apricot or whatever i feel like people are like oh you're such a snobby douche when you say the word and when you call your dog apricot color but i guess it's apricot or red so it's a ginger joking about yeah it's a ginger joking about calling it clifford the big red dog there you go i like clifford i don't know that's that's my favorite with vanessa when she was a kid yeah yeah so that would have been like 17 years ago yeah so that was popular i feel like when i was a little kid yeah (laughs) i feel old now dude you could be his dad (laughs) i know i could I couldn't. How old are you? I'm 26. Dude, Jesus Christ. Dude, I could have I I easily been me. It, <laughs> we actually could be related, so no. My son is 23. Yeah. That's scary. Scary. You're fucking old, Chris. I'm old, dude. <laughs> I can say that. Well, cool. Pleasure hanging out with you, dude. Let's yeah, have some fun downstairs. Yeah, heck yeah, dudes. This is always fun. Fuck Thanks you, for bringing me. I'm a, he's going to Nashville next. I don't know where I'm going. I'll be there in well, February. Yeah, maybe we'll eat at one of oh, my favorite Mexican February restaurants. February twenty third. Oh, I'll be there. We gotta we f- go. Yeah, we might be out February twenty third for a night. For a night, just a night. What's February twenty third? Saturday. What well, you that's kids probably go for two. Could. Uh, what are you doing February twenty third? We don't have anything booked. I think I'm going to see Blackberry Smoke the night before. Uh, I might be coming in early. <laughs> they're they playing they the Ryman. Yeah. Oh, Wait a minute. I thought they're playing with the Brothers Osborne. Oh, I don't know. I thought awesome. they were there. Well, the Brothers Osborne are also headlining a couple nights. Oh, maybe that's, that's over at Bridge. No, is that the Ryman? They're, or at the Ryman. they're doing a couple nights at the Bri- at Dude, the Ryman. We, we got to hook that. Can we go backstage? I don't Do you, know. You know anybody? I wish. I wish I knew. So I love. Last them. time I was there, I went and saw Whitey Morgan and that's Alex cool. and Tennessee Jet. That's awesome. And went and hung out backstage for a while. That's tight. I don't know the Black. We've never played a show with Blackberry Smoke. I, I don't. I, I'm a huge fan. Stoney's. Dude, we had them at Stoney's like 2009 or 2010. Dang. Dang! How about that? That's a long, long time ago. That's when. That's what. That's to that. I mean, I moved to Nashville in 2010. That's like eight crazy. years ago. Those guys. Play, we had them at Stoney's. The old one. Yeah, they're badass too. They're 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 awesome. I saw. I I froze my nuts off to see them and Hank Jr. do the uh, New Year's Eve outdoors Nash uh, Nashville thing. Um, probably like five or six years ago, and. Um, it was so freaking cool. We need to do like a cool festival like up in Idaho in the summer. Yeah. Like Blackberry Smoke, Cadillac 3, CJ. <laughs> All right. I mean, if we'll you want me, too. if you really want, want me, me, I'll come. <laughs> and just have like a badass Saturday night. It'd be fucking cool because those guys would spend money on liquor and hotels and gambling yeah. and it'd be badass. Dude outside though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's nice. Put I would a st- love to stage out on that on the out on the green. I w- yeah. Even if I, even if I wasn't invited to play, I would just come watch. You would just come see it. Yeah, 
We'd get you backstage. Yeah. You know, guy. That'd we know tight. people. <laughs> we know people up there. That'd be sweet. Yeah, we have, we have to do that because Tony... Uh, I can't... I don't think I can say that yet. Oh, yeah, I can. Cool story, bro. We can kill that. My main live guitar has two uh, Charlie Starr and one of the other guy's signatures on the back of the headstock. Oh, really? Dude, when will this episode live go live? Next week? Yeah. So, 23rd, Tony Jackson plays the... Opryland. The Opry. Oh, that's cool. For the first time. For that's first really time. cool. So He gets 10 backstage passes. They all gone to you guys? No, we, no, no. we just want two. <laughs> so we're like, we want to go do that because we've been... That's super you know, cool. Yeah, that's all. Like, an advocate for him. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Right? We keep yeah. having you guys back here. Yeah, thank you. Dude, Lucas like is going to be mad at you. I haven't done anything that cool I yet. No, right? Lucas is going to be really mad at you. I flew back for Russell Dickerson. Um, he played the opera. We didn't go back. Stephanie, we couldn't go back for something right. for some reason. Uh, and now to go back for Tony Jackson, dude, you're just looking for a fight, dude. Damn. <laughs> I got to call Lucas because I think he was supposed to come out here for SHOT Show. He's in New York right now yeah. looking for cheesecake. I saw him online looking for cheesecake, whatever that means. But anyway, so, that, so yeah, dude, we, I think we have to go. Yeah, Let's dude. Smoke. I'll be there for CRS. Going, okay. Going, I do stuff during CRS. Do you? Yeah. I have to come follow you I around. I think I'm playing the little Music Row Live thing. And then I usually have a sweet party. Music nice. Row Live. Like, like they have like a or Music Row Awards or something. They have like something that's oh, like a that's morning. Oh, that's with Sherrod. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, I think I'm playing. I'm 99% sure I'm playing because it's like a breakfast or something. Yeah, you should so I think go. I'm playing that. And then I usually have like a sweet party like late one afternoon and then the next morning to where I can get the room and then check out. <laughs> so That's perfect. For like one day. Right. But, um, is that the Omni? At the Omni. Yeah. yeah. I'm staying at the Hutton. Okay. Yeah, we did do that. So well, all the, you know, all this, that so much, a ton of the stuff is at the Omni. Um, I'm like, coming out. I usually bring moonshine. To, oh, I don't king, drink. And king cake. Oh, twofold. King cake. I'm coming out twofold. I'm coming is out for, cake with a little baby in it. Yeah. You sick fuck. <laughs> I'm coming out twofold. I want to go to some of the seminar stuff. Threefold. I want to see some of the shows, but I also going to do one of those things where we sit down and have the artists come out and uh, kind of like play some tunes for Stonies, like to get yeah. them because that's how we met Chris Bandy. Uh, was it Little Feathers? Little Feathers. Uh, Porter and Sales, and some guy that just didn't fit us. But that's kind of <laughs> like the 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 whole idea of flying out there yeah. for and just get the most yeah, out that's of it. Awesome. So I mean, that's that's kind of. I got to hit up Jim and see if he can get me into that next from Nashville faces or new from Na- Nashville. Every artist that played this this CRS um, Nashville new Nashville faces, every one of them's played here. Jimmy Allen, oh, Lindsay L, don't Russell Dickerson, the, uh, don't forget WME's probably got a party. Isn't that, didn't they have a party last year? I think they almost I yeah think big they one. one I'll have to hit up Nick and Gretchen and her mom were there last year. That was Aiba. Oh, that was Aiva. They do yeah. a big Aiva thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were at, They might have something. I don't know. I'll have to hit up Nick and A lot of the labels him. have um, their like, showcase, their showcase things. things. Yeah. But they all start to blur. Well, Universal does a really cool one at the Ryman, and they have like each one of their artists come out and play a song acoustic, but like they'll usually have like Chris Tableton and like. Right. Who's that? George Strait. Universal. Yeah. I'm shocked. But <laughs> thanks, Chris. but they'll have but like but it's cool to see like the new artists that they have and then like they'll have a couple of legends like like just like George Strait and stuff right but I, I don't know if they do it every year but we'll have to see at it. least You'll one of the fun. last times I went yeah I'll send pictures one of the last times you'll have fun too you'll be at Newport Beach Jazz Country AF Radio's on demand.